Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Believe in UCLA football podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. And as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, former UCLA linebacker, Josh Woods. Josh, what's going on, man? As soon as you thought the rain was gone, it's I know, right? You know why, though? Today is a sad day. I don't know if you're aware. I don't know if you know. Apparently, it was a big deal. I was I was unaware. I was uneducated of of pal of pal cat. Are you familiar with the pal cat? Pal cat. I definitely saw that cat around. I wasn't as heavily invested as other people. <laughs> it's a it was a thing. Like I mean, Powell wasn't my library of choice. Okay. Oh, there's mo- oh, I guess there's multiple libraries. I went to uh, Cal State Long Beach, so I think we had one library. But okay. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't my library of choice. Mm-hmm. And I did go to the library. It wasn't okay. like I didn't go. Okay. But um yeah, I got I know of of the cat, but it it was like a it was like a thing. Like the UCLA the official account did it. Martin Jarman sent his condolences, the athletic director with some little emojis. Um and then just students, they had like pictures. He was in people's laps and everything. And I'm just like, what is this cat? And why did I never hear about it? So that's why I wanted to bring it up with you. I didn't know if, if you were crushed today. I didn't know how you were feeling going into it. I didn't want to bring it up uh, in, in, until we turned on the, the mic here. But yeah, I wasn't aware. But for those who listen, who are familiar and maybe spent some time with Palcat, uh, we're sorry for your loss. And and yeah, I don't know. It was just a thing. I felt like it. I couldn't ignore it. So um, you said you've seen the cat, but th- did you know it was as big of a thing as... I don't know where that cat came from. I don't know where it lived. I just know it, uh, you would just see it around. It was there it's for like, like 10 years. Who put it there and how did they know? I'm saying then I don't who know. Found it, who found it dead? That's a, like, there's a lot of, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Like, <laughs> was it a student? Was it the custodian? Was it like a thing? How, who identifies the cat? I don't know. Um, anyways, I, I don't know. It was, it was, it was like a whole thing, but again, sorry for those, uh, who were who were emotionally tied to to the cat, R. Um, R. Man. but on on a, on a brighter note, um, uh, we just got the spring uh, training camp date dates were announced for UCLA football. Um, the I'll look up those dates in a little bit. We have the there was no mention of a spring game or a spring showcase. I'm sure we'll we'll ask about that. The first date for spring. There's 15 practices. It's like every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, if I remember correctly. And then they are playing. No, their 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 first practice is April 4th. Um, so definitely have to go out to that because as far as I'm aware, um, this will be the first time to see guys like Dante Moore, et cetera, in person. Um, so that should be a big one. But prior to that, I should be out at the UCLA campus to see the pro day. Um, Obviously UCLA had four guys out at the combine this past week. Um, And I did mention we were supposed to have a special guest this week, but that is going to be held after pro day. Um, So stay tuned for that. But yeah, so some of those guys that were competing in the combine 
representing UCLA are going to be back in Westwood to participate in the uh, pro day for UCLA. I want to run off those names real quick because it's a big list, big list. Um, let me bring that list up. I had it here a minute ago. Yeah, long list. So Casimir Allen, Stephen Blaylock, Jake Bobo, Bo Calvert. Josh, we need to talk about Bo Calvert real quick um, after. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, Michael Azike, John Gaines, Azizi Hearn, Jack Lanier, Jack Lanier and uh, Antonio Maffi, Raekwon O'Neal, Mo Osling, Shea Pitts, Jacob Sykes, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson. So that's a list. I didn't even count how many guys. It's a long list. And at least two of those guys is were already drafted by the USFL. Jake Bobo and Michael Azike were drafted. I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast on the podcast yet, but they were drafted. So if things don't work out in the NFL um, or for whatever reason, they still have opportunities to play in the uh, USFL. They already kind of have a spot reserved for them. Um, so before we talk about the pro day stuff, I mentioned Bo Calvert. Mm-hmm. Bo Calvert apparently has a has a, an alternative for him potentially. Did you see that he shared on Instagram that the WWE reached out to him? Did you see that? That fits him very well. Does he like, like wrestling? I mean, I'm a big wrestling fan, and I, I could see his personality would fit in. Like that's that's just Bo. It'd be mm-hmm. like a Bo thing to do. Yeah, I I. I saw someone else like got it. I saw it on Twitter. Someone screenshotted his Instagram story and I was like, okay, I could see that. So someone reached out to him. I'm not sure how that all works or or how he got on their radar, but it's going to be, they're going to have tryouts. He got invited to a tryout in LA that first week of April. Well, it might be like March because uh, WrestleMania is in at SoFi Stadium, April 1st and 2nd. So some of the days leading up to WrestleMania, Bo has been invited to, to try out so we'll, we'll see uh what happens with that um if i get an opportunity to talk to him at pro day i'm gonna i'm gonna ask him about that but it looked like he was interested in trying it so that's something uh to keep an eye out for but um yeah just uh we went through the name of guys for pro day did you participate uh in the pro day and all that when chris barnes and everybody else did so mm-hmm. none of us did in 2020 uh... Oh, because so, you, oh, you, you guys, <clears throat> we were the, the pandemic, pandemic class. We were the COVID class. Oh, you so, guys were. Well, I wonder why was, I don't remember that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't a comb- a regular combine. There wasn't like pro, uh, or no, there was a combine. Was there a combine? Uh, there was a regular combine. If there was, it was like super limited. I remember Chris, Bar- I remember seeing Chris Barnes at the NFL PA Bowl, which was in January. And I think it did kind of happen. Like, well, no, I think they the had pandemic. no because combine's in February. So now the combine was regular, but a week before our pro day around this time, mm-hmm. like literally, yeah, I think we heard maybe like on a Thursday, Friday when the whole world shut down mm-hmm. that we were not going to have our pro day that next week. So we had all been so training and everything plans. Yeah. Guys were all over training. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we everything shut down and we didn't have a pro day and it was it sucked, you know, because for a lot of us, like that was our opportunity, yeah. Um, you know, as I went undrafted 
-hmm. didn't get picked up, especially there wasn't no rookie camps. There wasn't any, you know, OTAs. There wasn't any tryouts like there. There wasn't really any, there wasn't even a a preseason. So um, it was really limited on the guys Mm -hmm. that got opportunities for me. um, I stayed training, worked a little bit. And then I did pro day the following year. And okay. That was very limited because they let me and a Darius Pickett come back to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other two people that that did it, uh, that was actually their pro day was Osa and uh Demetric yeah. Felton. Yeah. So it was only it was only four of us mm-hmm. and that and that was it. So wow. um I got to do it then. Um I wasn't the priority of it, so like I didn't get the right. You know, you know how that is. It's it's based on the guys that are actually coming out. So I actually did drills with Osa. Um so I did a lot more like D line pass rush stuff. I didn't really get to do get to do linebacker drills. Mm-hmm. Um but I was just grateful to, you know, just have an opportunity to be out there. I mean, and um it led to me. I'm in the CFL now, so Yep. You still got yeah. your opportunity. Um what it when you're so even when you're preparing for a pro day, like, do you already know? I, I'm assuming you know what drills, but are you specifically, like, working on those drills? Like, I know DTR and all these guys, like, they they had to prepare for the combine and all that stuff. Um, and I know, like, Jake Bobo didn't do anything except, like, the route running and pass and, like, catching balls, but he didn't do his 40 or any of that. Um are you preparing for some of those same drills? And then, like, like you mentioned linebacker drills. Are you doing some of that stuff? Um, like kind of on your own, like how did, what is the whole process leading up to the pro day? Cause I had to prepare for it pretty much twice. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're, you're preparing for, um, all the drills. So, you know, vert, broad, bench, 40 L shuttle, um, measurements, you know, like that. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you're also, uh, prepared for position drills, um, and it, I mean, it's a process like building up to it and trying to peak at the right time. Um, some guys, it sucks because they peak too early or they're, you know, and you only have one shot. So it's like everybody's different. And I mean, it's up to your trainer really to help you be in the best shape and, you know, peak at the right time. Um, and then for drills, for position drills, you kind of don't really know. Like me, like I was getting ready to do linebacker drills, but, you know, right before they were like, oh, you're just going to go OSA. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, I mean, I had to do what, what I had to do, but yeah, everybody's process is kind of different. I mean, that's why guys kind of choose where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're lucky to, you know, have an agent and be able to choose who you want to train with. So you guys see so guys go to Texas, Florida, Arizona, like all over. Some people even stay, I've seen had good pro days, just staying at school and training, mm-hmm. um, and taking advantage of that. So it's exciting to see. I mean, guys that didn't go to the combine or just, you know, really keyed in because it's really important. You know, guys like Kaz Allen, you know, to see what his 40 is going to be. Oh, yeah. Um, That's going to be an even, event. Even, <laughs> you know, even guys like like Shea Pitts and see if this opens mm-hmm. opportunities. I know, you know, looking at XFL, USFL, all these other leagues, like even if you don't, you know, get the NFL call, there's still these other leagues. And Pro Day is really important because this is your one time to display um, – you know, all your attributes besides your film. Mm-hmm. And you're saying stuff like Jake Bobo, he he might have not been ready to peek in those, you know, in his 40 in those things. But okay. I 
I imagine that he does them all at UCLA's Pro Day. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, especially for someone like Bobo, I mean, you get to the combine and it's valuable regardless, I guess, even of, of I mean, I mean, sure, maybe they would have wanted to see all that stuff. But again, he still got to talk with the teams. I'm sure he had some team meetings probably. And obviously um, he looked pretty solid from what I saw on TV from him catching balls and whatnot. Um, but you really don't like you're not really looking to skip out on drills or anything for your pro um, day, right? Because that's kind of you're in well, your home it, environment. I mean, yeah, it, it, that can depend as well. Like oh, okay. um, because how you how you did say say you did at the at the combine, mm-hmm. you did test and you did really well at pro day. You might not do that, right? Um, right. I remember. Cause, I remember. Yeah, because oh, it might you might also go the only other did, way. Yeah. Also only did like a 10, 10 yard 40. Like he only did his start. He didn't mm-hmm. run a full 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in like coaches and, and GMs were trying to get him to, and he just like, he knew, I think he, he had something or uh, something was bothering him. He just didn't feel hundred percent. And then he's, yeah. you know, that was a big decision that he made. They were trying to um, like encourage him on the spot. Like, Hey, let's see you do the 40. Yeah. Like, and he, and they were like, give us more, give us more. And he was like, you're going to oh, 10. Really? Like, that's, yeah. Like you already Ooh. do my agent and everybody like, I'm not pushing it. I'm not trying to, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, some guys might be like, oh, okay, I don't want to do this uh, mm-hmm. at the combine, like something, you know, I might have tweaked something prior and be like, try to do it at the pro day right. or vice versa. You know, you have a guy that runs like a, a four, three at, at his, at the combine, mm-hmm. probably, probably only going to do position drills. You know what I'm saying? Like right. depending on how you test on certain things, you might not do those at, at the, that's pro like day if if you did yeah. them well at at the combine. That's like Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida. He's set the the combine on fire with with some of the things he did with the forty time and and like the vertical jump, I think, and stuff like that. So it's like, don't do that. You know, don't do it at the pro day one because they already saw the good numbers and uh, for as high of a standard you set for yourself. Like you, you know, what are the chances? Yeah, he's probably yeah. He's you probably, can do probably again. just yeah. going to be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. measured height weight and then. Let throw the throw. ball to his guys yeah and just put on the show but as i said it, every everybody's going into um pro day kind of mm-hmm. with a different you know mentality it's like for the guys that didn't get invited you know you mm-hmm. got to do everything and show out but yep. you know for dorian they might be like a team might ask him to only do this or like we only want to we just want to see you know mm-hmm. you do this and like that's all he does because he's already pretty much had his his, his interviews you know mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he did. He did the interviews. And again, I'm not entirely sure how um, a lot of that works, like how many how much time you get, because I saw they the Eagles on Twitter put out like Jalen Hurts's video, like his interview video. And I don't know if it was the whole thing, but it was like a good 10, 15 minutes. Like and I kind of I watched it because I was like kind of curious, like what they were going to ask him and different things. Um, So it was like a like a good 10, 15 minute interview. So I don't know how much time they have blocked off or of the days you're there, how much you get to talk to every team. You might not get to talk to every team. Um, I know like the Chicago bears, they, I, they just traded the pick, the number one pick when, as we're recording this, um, I think on combine day, they were just like, they had like mini golf for throwing darts and Bryce Young's like, yeah, I threw darts or something like they, they just kind of were like, you know, just chilling. Cause they, I guess knew they were going to, you know, they kind of knew they were going to yeah. trade the pick or whatever, but 
you still get to evaluate guys. Um, I think it'll be a big stage for someone like Mafi, who a lot of people mm -hmm. thought maybe should have even been invited to the combine. So he's definitely going to have a chip on his shoulder. He even kind of said that when he was talking to us, like, you know, he's just going to continue to work. So yeah, um, it's going to be leading I mean, up to this. And luckily for the guys that got to play in senior games, um, mm -hmm. a lot of the same interviews that they have at the combine, they have a chance to do at those yep. senior games. Um, so some teams are already going to be familiar with guys, you know, that might not have went to the combine, but that mm -hmm. went to those. Or like Dorian has probably already had multiple interviews with multiple teams yep. where he already kind of, his agent and them might already kind of have a gist of like the teams that are actually, you know, mm -hmm really interested in, in in that and then like i said yeah for like moff and some of the other guys that didn't get invited to the combine it won't be brand new some of these it's gonna be the same scouts you know what i'm saying some of the same right. guys they already talked to and now they just need to show them you know some athleticism they already know how their character is they already know how their like, football iq is and things of that nature and I, and i think uh based on what i saw like in the press release they sent the media it's kind of like some players who participate in the pro day still might like, we might not be able to talk to everybody because they may have obligations already to talk to teams there at the, so th there's going to be more of me like Mafia's going to be able to talk to uh, more teams. Or I think he said he may have talked to like the chargers, for example, and the chargers are, you know, they're already in LA. And I think they said they've kind of had an eye that well, I read, I guess the chargers have had Mafia like on their mind for some time. And I'm sure like even, I think he said he might have even might have even talked to the Rams and stuff. Like I mean, because because but... local because uh, usually um, probably the same senior. scouts, right? That are hundred usually yeah, it's yeah. usually the same guys that are coming around. Yeah. Um, but they come for it's kind of like a junior day thing. Like we you say okay. like we've never, I think maybe early on with mm -hmm. the old staff they had an actual like junior day where they ran forties and tested in front of local or some of the local scouts. Um, mm -hmm. but after that, they, we, we did it anymore and they would just come and we do the wonder look test and we just do measurements. Ooh. And that'd be kind of like our first intro to some of the scouts that were familiar with us and ask, you know, for me, it was like, Oh, how's your shoulder? You know? Yeah, yeah. And then when they, they came every, back, yeah, they, they came back the next year, right? like, Oh, how's your knee? You know? And it, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, I can't lie about it. They already know yeah. about it, yeah. you know, things yeah. of that nature. But yeah. The lo especially the local scouts, they're very familiar with mm -hmm. UCLA players before this whole process, right. you know, starts kind of for us. Um, did you take you took the Wonderlick test twice? Is it hard? Like, is it? It's mm, is it like kind of basic or kind of like it's just like an IQ type test? Like the thing that the thing that like I think stresses guys is it's timed and oh, yeah. mm -hmm. like once you're done like you're done so it's not like so it's like some guys like do you want to speed through the whole thing right or do you want to like take your time and like make sure everything you get is correct you know so, reminds me of state testing <laughs> that's there, low key low key the, it, it low key reminds me of that or like the did you guys have like gate like the gifted uh like, yeah testing? i think i remember something like that too or like a, yeah like that that's how it is it's like some mass some like gate yeah like English, it was like very like language, kind of, like yeah, yeah, like that, math like problems, things that, and stuff like that. Some are easy, some are hard. You had to think mm -hmm. about it. Uh, I think the first time I didn't finish the second one, I finished, um, just because I already knew what was going into it. Right. Yeah, and I know it's not really something you could study for either, or something like that. It's, it's kind of it's so random. It's yeah. so random. That's uh, that should be 
should be interesting for the guys. So you think they would have taken that already? Yeah. I'm trying to think like when you and e- even I mean even through the the process of like uh in 2020 mm-hmm. when um teams are you know especially if they're trying to figure everything out scouts are like reaching out through the months you know um asking you for your your information your agent's information and also like they send you um sometimes they send you tests i remember the patriots and the cowboys i think sent me like tests to do online to determine oh, wow. like it was like to see what kind of person or like what kind of traits that you have mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine was like I had like like one of those personality tests or something maybe yeah like I remember one of them like I had like night traits it was just like I don't know what it's gonna tell you you know what I'm saying yeah right right huh it's kind of interesting I wouldn't have expected I'm I might have to ask some of the guys that if they they had any kind of weird questions or tests or anything that might be kind of kind of fun um oh real quick uh, I did mention um that we do have shirts in the believe network shop on the website. I have the links in the description for this podcast. Um, I actually got mine in the mail earlier today. They're pretty nice, pretty good. They're good quality. And I want to give you guys a chance to win one too. So here's what you got to do. I'm also going to put a link for the March madness bracket challenge in the description for the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're on. Just go ahead into the into the you know the little article, the little words and stuff down there. Join the group. It's going to be on ESPN, and I'm going to have a bracket. Um, this is the first time I mentioned it to Josh, so I don't know if Josh. Yeah, have I have no idea what's going on. That's even great. Josh needs to do one, um, <laughs> and um, a bunch of other like UCLA fans. I'm going to put it on Twitter so everyone can join. Um, and whoever wins, um, I know at least one. You know, whoever will we'll have at least one winner. Um, I guess if people tie, whatever, I'll stick to my word. Um, if you get first place, then I'll get you a shirt. I'll let you guys pick the shirt. Um, we'll work that out and I'll get you a shirt if you win the the bracket challenge. So we'll get that set up. Um, right now, UCLA basketball, men's basketball is looking like it's, it's on pace to be a one seed. They do have a game today in the semifinals of the PAC 12 tournament. Um, they got to continue to win. Uh, from what I heard is like if they win the Pac-12 tournament, they're they're uh, for sure to kind of get that number one seed. But it is called March Madness for a reason. So who knows how that'll play out? Uh, selection Sunday is also this weekend, so make sure you tune into that and find out where the Bruins are going to be playing. Um, I think the bracket challenge is going to be interesting because if there's going to be a lot of UCLA fans, everyone's going to probably pick UCLA. So it's going to be a matter of what everybody else does to pick around. I usually don't pick UCLA. Just because That's crazy. I, I, okay, I know it's crazy, but I'm trying to win too. So um, disrespectful. It's disrespectful. I know. Like I have certain things I can't do. Like there's no other reason other than I feel like everyone's gonna pick UCLA that I don't go for UCLA. Um, but like I don't pick Kansas because I've been betrayed by them a good number of times over the years. Um, uh, so there's like everyone has their different teams and their different things that they don't they don't like. So. Uh, I stay away from Kansas uh, regardless. And uh, that's kind of my number one role in the name. We'll see. We'll see what happens with UCLA and ha- and how things look and how things play out. But I usually kind of go against, um, you know, some of the favorites. I don't know. Sometimes I'll have all the favorites, but I feel like that's no fun. Um, so, yeah. So make sure you do that. Um, I did mention spring camp already. I'm just running through my list. 
that starts on the on April 4th. Um, Josh, I saw you're working out. Um, I saw something on Instagram about you working out. I mean, I you're always kind of working out, but um, I think you were throwing the ball around. The, is it the medicine ball or something like that? Are you you getting ready for uh, when is your Probably spring? About, when does your stuff kind of start? I think I'm, I'm back up north in about two months. Okay, you have time then. So maybe we'll, you know, we'll, time we'll, is time is kind of flying, but time is yeah, it is. But we need to try and get you out to some spring practices. Um, they are free and open to the public. I mean, I'm sure Josh is kind of a little more than just the public. So I would think, um, even if it was kind of closed door, he would have been able to get in. But uh, we definitely should try. I would, and get, ho- I would hope. I would so. hope so. <laughs> Unless they change the locks on the doors, Josh. Josh. Um, but no. Um, yeah. So that should be interesting. So maybe we'll see some of you guys out there. I'll try and be at quite a few of them. Um, April is already looking a little busy for me. I mentioned WrestleMania earlier. I'm going to be going to that. That's a lifelong dream for me. Um, and then I'm already planned for Coachella weekend two. I'm going to that. I'm going to be covering some of that. Oh, stuff. it's going to be yeah. It's, You're going to be out of commission. It sounds. like. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I. Hey, it's all in good fun. They. They. You know, I get to go to Coachella for for work. For for work. Yes. For, for work. work. It's a it's yeah. a business trip. It is a business trip. I, I I treat it as a business trip. No, but it's fun. Like you know, I get I get to add new songs to the playlist. Um, I get to find out, you know, it's the only time I'd ever listen to like Harry Styles or whatever, Bad Bunny and all them will be there, but um, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. I'll get to check it out. Um, it takes me out of my comfort zone a little bit because I'm not really like a music head or anything. I don't know how the people on the lineup. I'm still upset that Rod Wave is not on the lineup um, for like the second year in a row. I'm like, what are we doing? What are, what are, what are, what are we waiting for? I don't think that's his scene, though. I mean, they have so many different people on there. Uh, why not? But he's a, I don't know, he's just a particular type of guy. That's that's true. That's kind of true. Maybe he did get it and he denied it. Who knows? But it's kind of like if you get it, like you're kind of silly not to take it. You know what I mean? He's working on new music, so. That's good enough for me. Uh, I'll take it. Um, we do have some uh, UCLA questions that we can get to, Josh, but I'm just kind of curious. Is there um, anything? You know, one thing that, one thing that we did not talk about what did we not talk about? Or did we talk? We didn't talk about it last week. Uh, that you were right. I was right. Remember how we said last week we were right, and then we were right again. Yes, think, right. Because you, because because yeah. because I was right yeah. about the DC one, and then mm-hmm. you were right yep. with Coach Guy's yep. extension. Yeah, I think the the podcast might have come out like two days after that. Like, at, no, the news came out two days after the podcast, I believe, because I think we did it earlier that week. Um, and I remember saying if they're going to hire a new DC, which they did. Well, once they did, I said, if they're hiring him, it's either going to be a two year contract like McGovern or they're going to, you know, if they're going to be investing in him, especially as a younger guy for a, anything longer than two years, that means Chip Kelly would have to be around long enough to, to be there for whatever the contract is for Lynn. And mm-hmm. they give two more years to Chip Kelly. So he's there for 2027. Uh, got two more years added. Um, I'll put the link for, for the article in there so you can read the details on the numbers. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, the buyout is considered favorable by a lot of people. A lot of people are still kind of like, uh, Chip Kelly. No, um, I think, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. You extend them that long, and then you give them a, a, a shot at the Big Ten. And if mm-hmm. you 
a couple years like, into the Big Ten, so it, yeah, it's kind of like, like yeah. it's not going to work out. You can kind of mutually, you mm-hmm. know, shake it out. No money. Yeah. What is it? No money. money no money after like the second the year, twenty twenty four season. Yeah, like after December twenty twenty four, I believe. Um, and It'll then it, right. Oh, that'd be right after the first season. Or right? no. I, it, there's like three it's like three decembers um i don't remember the years off the top of my head but there's a december like one december it's like nine hundred thousand or something then it goes down to like it gets cut in half the next december i'll, I'll put the i'll put the stuff in the in the description so you guys can read it but it's a favorable buyout so some people are okay with the extension there again i think it, it just creates stability um you know, it kind of again. I haven't done the years right, but it sounds right when I say this. Um, he should be there for at least the tenure of of, of a guy like Dante Moore, so they they can kind of continue to grow together. I don't have to sit here all all season next season and ask if you're going to sign another contract, Chip, and him telling me no. <laughs> we avoid all of that, so I was thankful for that. But even though I said that last week, I still did not have it on my radar that they were like. He was, oh yeah, he's going to begin an extension. Like it blew my mind. I was asleep and I woke up and I saw like, oh, Chip Kelly got an extension. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> like this is kind of. I just seen, or well, I just seen a flood of hatred in the comment section. I think people were like automatically saw extended to 2027 and thought mm-hmm. like that is so far away. Yeah. But didn't understand the. I mean, they didn't know the details of the contract. And mm-hmm. I mean, Chip has got a lot of love and hate throughout his time at UCLA. And then it just, I feel like people kind of sit on their side of the fence and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. already have their, their, their predetermined judgment on Chip and everything. Either they like him or they love him and they don't switch sides. I mean, it is what it is. But Chip is here to stay for a little while longer, regardless. And, the direction that the Bruins are going, I think it's good. You know, keep the keep the gang together. Mm-hmm. You know, re revamp this defense. Yep. You got to give and, like I mean, if you're making those hires, you got to give time for it to develop and play out. Um, the last thing you want to do is is have some sort of coaching issue or change. What the year you go into the Big Ten, a year after mm-hmm. you're in the Big Ten already, like. All of that's kind of messy, and I think that it works out nicely that you're about two, three years into the Big Ten before you kind of decide where you're at, where you're going to go, and and you're still early enough to where you can kind of um, change in the direction you need to. You can at least establish yourself in the Big Ten. You know, maybe there's coaches that have Big Ten ties who may be a little bit more interested in considering UCLA. You know, I, I feel like your candidate pool opens up a little bit too, maybe. Once you're in the Big Ten and you're established and you can kind of see where they go, um, you know, there's been some talk about rivals, who their potential rivals might be. I heard Nebraska might be one of them just because I guess there's some history um, that might even predate our lifetimes a little bit. Um, I mean, even in the past, right before before I got there, they had there was. Well, my freshman year, I think we played Nebraska in the bowl game and lost. Okay, but yeah, there was like some bowl game that 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 kind of sticks with the years prior was the the uh, the Nick Pasquale game where UCLA Mm -hmm. was down. Okay, um, at Nebraska came back and won, Mm -hmm. and that was big. And then I think they played them again either the year after or something, and they beat them. Mm -hmm. But like, 
So they probably had like a home and home with them or something. Yeah, other than that, I don't think we have too much drama or anything. Yeah, I think a lot of it goes like way back in the day, I think. Um, because obviously those those I mean, those football programs have been around for a while, obviously. Um, and then I think there's some talk of maybe like Michigan being I could the see rival. for basketball, Michigan being the rival, but but I mean, for, we still have SC, so it's like not no, but, really. But but I think that was part of it is because they were trying to give. I Because it was for Ohio State because they were trying to or I think Ohio State's the rival. I forgot what it is. Um, they were explaining it to me on Twitter spaces. We did a Twitter spaces the other day, but I also heard about it on, on a CBS podcast cover three where they said that because I think they want to put Ohio State and USC as rivals. So they didn't want to have like something like they didn't want to have Ohio State or they didn't want to have. I think they didn't want to have Ohio State play like Michigan, USC and whoever else or something like like they didn't they didn't want it to be overload on one team. And it made sense. I think of it. I forgot who the overload was on, but um, UCLA, I think will get Michigan. I think I remember that because they're both blue and yellow. Um, So something like that. We're still it's still a while away and it's still just talk. But um. There's some of that kind of going on. Um, I did want to get to a question or two. Um, I know someone on Twitter asked us, well, what do we, what is the, uh, what is the feeling around the team heading into the spring? I mean, I don't know because I'm not there, um, but what is kind of the general sense like for you, Josh, like, you, you know, you guys are done kind of with some of these just workouts and you got, is spring is, is shoulder pads, right? And helmets? Or is it mainly like shorts and I can't really remember. How about I put this? It's con I would say it's controversial mm-hmm. between players and coaches <laughs> about right. the whole full pads in the spring. Mm-hmm. Where some people think it's dumb and some people think it's important. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Coaches think it's about development. Players think are thinking about safety. So you kind of build up to being full pads. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of, yeah. I think we. There's like 15 practices. So maybe like the last like. Yeah. You, you kind of. Yeah. You kind of. Yeah. Kind of build up or throughout the week. Right. I don't know. Because I've, I've had different schedules where I've yeah. gone four, yeah. four weeks of Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then I know mm-hmm. with Chip, it was five weeks of three days. That it's um, still it's still like that. Yeah, it's like three days. It's like three days. Every other every other day. I know it's on Tuesday and then it's like every other day. And then the next week, every other day. So um, but yeah, I mean for for players, it's 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 like, okay, maybe this is my time to kind of show if I reinvented myself, I my improvement. This is my, my first time to, you know, step up without the, without the older guys there. This is my mm-hmm. first time to be a leader. This is my, you know, you're starting to kind of take that step in development. That's kind of what the, you know, for older guys, it's kind of like, okay, let me get through this safe. You know, let yeah, me help right, them, right. help the younger guys, show them I'm still that guy. But, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> right. not not do anything too wild. You know, don't want to get hurt in spring ball. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the younger guys, it's like proven ground. Yeah, it's true. And that's the advantage the early enrollees have compared to um, some of the other guys, right? Um, mm-hmm. Cause that spring for those who haven't like graduated. 
kind of like it's your first camp really and yeah. it's gonna launch you and fall you'll feel kind of i mean bounds ahead of the other freshmen mm-hmm. that's how i felt you know already you've already practiced you've already been in the playbook you've already gotten chance with the plays you've already have chemistry with the with the returning players with the coaches with the gas like all mm-hmm. that type of stuff you already know the format of practice how it how you need to uh you know be ready going into a practice physically mentally like mm-hmm. all that type of stuff you kind of getting the kinks out in spring as a freshman um so when you're in fall it's just about ball like all the other outside factors don't really affect you gotcha um another question what is uh this one's from jesse garcia what is the what is the commitment status of ethan o'connor and zeke thomas i think uh, zeke thomas is at camarillo college and then um Ethan, which and then Ethan O'Connor is at Los Alamitos High School. I think it's academic issues for both. Um, haven't heard anything since then. I mean, I guess they can they can still uh, be there in time for the summer, but there's just not a whole lot on them. So I think they're just kind of waiting for final those final classes to be done, maybe especially for Ethan O'Connor, who's in high school. So he still has time where he can finish out the the high school year and then be there in time with all the other guys like Grant Gray and all them who's doing baseball at Norco High and, and finishing out his high school career before he comes over um, to UCLA. Um, and then I think that's about it. I think uh, there's a question from Jack who said, what are some uh, new players or transfers uh, you guys are excited about? Dante Moore is an easy one for me. Do you have Dante one Moore, Dante Moore, Dante Moore. Mm-hmm. That's uh, That's for sure. And um, yeah, we'll we'll be back next week and we'll have some more on uh, Pro Day and everything else. So until then, make sure you continue to follow us and come back for another episode next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.